ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking and Racing. I'm your host, the Gas Man, and my co-host is Lugs. What's up, man? Your hey. voice sounds a little different. Uh, I've been battling sinus issues this past <clears throat> week. <clears throat> oh, there so, it is. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be in and out throughout this episode, I'm sure. And if I do a little coughing, I apologize. A special boy, finally hitting puberty. <laughs> daddy, daddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to episode 75, where Larson advances at Dover. First time hitting... Advancing, yeah, 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 crazy. I mean, I didn't stop and think about that until they said it, and I was like, I guess that's that's accurate, yeah. but I didn't realize it never not happened before. So, all right, folks, thanks for tuning in, thanks for following us. Hit that subscribe button if you have not. Do that favor to us, I guess you say. Give us a favor. Do that favor. Do us a solid. Do us a solid. There we go. That's the terminology kids are using, right? Yeah, probably not. Do, do me a I haven't solid. heard that in a long time. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> what did kids say then? Fleek. That was like millennial or something, right? <laughs> yeah. On fleek. Hell, I have no idea I have what no kids idea. are saying. Anyway, that. whatever it is, hit that damn subscribe button. How about that? So we'll move on. Uh, if you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. We're, I, I, we, I am trying this new little social media thing called flick chat yeah how's that going it's all right so it's it's made specifically for podcasts so if there's podcasts you follow i, I mean it's specifically the you know the chat and have conversation with your podcast people is what it is mm -hmm. all the conversation a little premature there how come when i do it it's before. premature <laughs> but if you do it it's all fine and dandy i don't know ask your girlfriend <laughs> so Anyways, so, Flick Chat or whatever. Flick it's Chat. So, uh, if you go on to if you download the Flick Chat app, uh, you can type in the code Wrecking Racing NASCAR as one word, Wrecking Racing NASCAR. Yep. And it'll link you to our channel per se, and then we have conversations about the episodes, whatever on there. Uh, I have had talks with other NASCAR podcasts that are on there. Oh, cool. And we've all followed each other, the ones that kind of came on around the same time. So some nice guys, it seems like. So uh, well, at least one of them plays iRacing a lot. And he wants to give me some setups if I want to play. That's not going to help you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anywho. Sorry. That was, that was rude of me. Anyway, check us out. Just another social media platform. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Pornhub. Oh, wait. Wow. Wrong one. <laughs> That's your personal account. <laughs> that is not wrecking or racing related at this point. I was, there's a there's a dramatic pause there. I was waiting for some kind of comment. Yeah, I don't have one. Okay, so moving. Well, I'm not moving. I got open my. Yeah, beer open your on. damn beer, man. So you're drinking the Monster Rehab. Monster Rehab, the best flavor of the monsters. Do we ever get any input yeah. on that? No, we got no input. Nobody wants to talk to us. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Listeners, tell us your favorite monster drink flavor. Now. And Do I it am now. Get on to Flick Snapchat flick, on whatever it is. Chat. 
Blake Chat. And tell us your favorite Monster Energy flavor. I'm trying to. I'm drinking one of those seltzer things again. Aloha Beaches. I'm trying to finish yeah, up. You're gonna need supply. to buy me new ones because you drank all mine. You ain't like you're drinking the damn things anymore. I was trying to help you clear out your fridge. <laughs> Some favor. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, it's good. Crisp, crisp. It's like tasting crisp busher right in your mouth. Again, dramatic pause. I was expecting <laughs> you to fill in the gap I, with something. I, I, like, I just I like know. leaving you hanging to yeah, see how you react. Obviously, obviously. Well, let's get into so, it, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk some let's racing. Let's get into it. So let's get into uh, what I can feels like one of the worst races of the season. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't impressed by it, but I mean, it wasn't the worst thing out there, and I'm was excited to see a new winner. I mean, yeah, that, that was positive. It was nice to see Larson. Get out of his funk a little bit. And See not his find wife, a way. wife shotgun a beer. That actually might be the most exciting part of the weekend. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's very impressive. Very, very impressive. Now I seen her do that one time before. Really? Yeah. So she must there like was. The drink. Yeah, I think she does. So there was a thing going, like a challenge going around, where like Clint Boyer shotgun a beer, and then someone else did, but they're like took forever or something, mm-hmm. and they're like making fun of them, and then. Anyway, Kyle Lars and his wife released a video of them shotgunning a beer. Do you remember that? It was like five months ago or so. I don't. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It was like in their personal backyards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dale Jr. Someone challenged Dale Jr., so he ended up doing it, and yeah, it was a back-and-forth video yeah. thing. Yeah, now I do remember it. Oh, my God. You remembered something for Yeah, I, I know, right? Shocking. Very, very shocking. Have you shotgunned a beer before? I no, actually, believe it or not, I never have. Really, I tried it once. I, I, it's it takes a little bit of talent, man. Like honestly, I can't like tell I screwed it, it up pretty bad. Yeah, I and can't. now I'm scared to do it again. So okay, so tell us how you shotgun a beer, so we can maybe all try this at home. So unless you, unless you're under 21, don't do that. Yeah. So I honestly, I think you do. You, yeah, you stab it, you puncture it, and then you pop it, but you drink it out of. So it's basically where like, you stabbed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like right now, S- stab it, puncture then, it, put your mouth up to it, and then pop the top, and then basically chug it through the puncture hole. Okay. And it's, I mean, I'm gonna try. It's it a little practice. I mean, you got. It's kind of a complicated process, right? I mean, especially if you already had a few. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. So <clears throat> one of the most impressive shotguns I've ever seen. Like when I did it. Granted, I had. A few. <laughs> I punctured it, and then I just started chugging it. I popped the top and just started chugging it off. But I was inebriated at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think probably that a, shouldn't have been shotgun. I think beers. that was probably a big failure. Yeah, yeah it would have completely drank it out of the yeah. wrong end. At least I didn't shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to insinuate? I mean, nothing. Okay. <laughs> a previous episode, maybe. Yeah. 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 I think so, everybody heard that one. That was a good yeah. one. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield in the NFL, but he did uh, on TV shotgun a beer. He actually, I seen him bite the can, pop it open, and suck out where he bit the can. That's pretty baller. Dude, it was, you uh, tell he just got out of college. <laughs> he was skilled. Had some practice. Shotgunning skills. Hmm. All right. Well, man, maybe we should have you try it sometime and I'll video maybe. it and put it on our page. Hey, okay. I'll try it. I'll probably <laughs> F it up pretty bad, but I'll try it. Maybe we should both do that. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. 
We'll see. If we can get five people to email us and tell us about their shotgunning beer stories or lack of, we'll do it. We'll release a video. Put and, on. and also your favorite energy, monster energy drink <laughs> flavor. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine too. While you're doing it, yeah. All right. So uh, other takeaways from Dover. Um, we had some people so, have some issues. The beginning of the race was yeah. pretty entertaining in a bad kind of way. Yeah, I th- I thought really I was like, oh man, this is setting the tone. This cra- yeah. this race is gonna be turn out to be crazy. Wasn't really the case, but so we started. You know, we're not even under the green flag yet, and freaking Logano's on pit road missing an axle. Yeah, yeah. Had How the, did they miss that? Yeah, the, the tire slippage. Yeah. Nip so. <laughs> So a couple like laps after green, they showed the axle sitting by the entrance of pit road. Yeah, yeah. How was that not noticed? I don't know. Somebody was like, oh, it's from somebody else. No. no who no. else is missing an axle? Right. And they kept showing, looking at Chase's car because about that time, he had an issue. Yeah. So it was like lap eight, nine, something like that. Chase mm-hmm. was starting to have issues. So they maybe thought that it was Chase's issue. No, he blew up basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I never did hear. Did you hear what the cause of... That was that mm-hmm. failure. No, sir. I didn't either. Uh, Logano ended up returning to the track, and that was a whole nother dilemma we'll talk about later. But he was like 23 laps down. So he did start the race and ultimately gained he a few gained points. Gained a few points, yeah. yeah. Um, Chase pretty much went behind the wall, but uh, also Ryan Blaney ended up having issues. Another Pinsky car. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what his brakes. issues were, but brakes. Okay, because he have. was having, like, throughout the race, was having some difficulties. Yeah. yeah. So, didn't have brakes, so he went behind the wall eventually at one point, too. So, right there, kind of three, I don't know if you'd say Brian Blaney's a favorite for the championship, but two two heavy favorites having issues. Now, luckily, they both have got, uh, they had some bonus points to fall back on, so they aren't hurt too terribly. Yeah, they're, they're not... They're in makeable range. Yeah, they're outside the top eight as far as advancements goes for the next round, but um, they could definitely... I mean, Talladega, that's the thing that's... Right. I mean, you're either... You could be you could be leaving that place 40 points behind, you know? So, essentially, Joey's uh, tied for eighth with William Byron, so zero points back. Clint Boyer's four points back f- from that. Chase Elliott is seven points back. And Ryan Blaney's 22 out. So Ryan's pretty much going to have to probably win, win. or yeah. have some have a hell of a lot of yeah. stage points in yeah. these next two races and top five at count on some others. Having some bad days at Talladega. Um, Bowman uh, came home with a top five. He actually moved 17, Third, right? 17 points ahead Yeah, yeah uh, of, the, of the cutoff. And then from there it goes Keselowski. Harvick, Bush, Hamlin, Martin Truex in second, and then Larson, of course, advances, is locked in. So yeah. he has nothing to worry about at Talladega. So he can so, go for broke. So let's be real, really crazy. Let's say Blaney wins this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's after Talladega? Kansas. So let's say Chase wins that. There could potentially be some big names knocked out because of these winners. Yeah, Uh Definitely. I think a lot of people are going to have Kansas circled. I, I Yeah, I think true. And I think that the, the bottom four, like the final four, is going to be the transition from now to that final four is going to be crazy. I think Kansas is going to be a fun race to watch. And it's been a good product the last few years, so I'm excited for Kansas. But almost, I don't know. I don't know if I'm more excited for that or Talladega. I think Talladega is going to be wild, but 
in a different way, obviously. Talladega is going to be Talladega. Yeah. Um, but any, let's see, other takeaways from Dover? So let's let's talk about Joey Logano. 23 laps down, right? So he comes back on the track. The guy, uh, try to think of a way to put this. He acted like he was on the lead lap. Yeah. Did you get that feeling? Oh, absolutely. That, okay. He's doing everything. He, he's being Ryan Newman. Yeah. He's doing everything he could to make it hard for everybody. Well, one particular driver had some issues with it, and that was Denny Hamlin, mm-hmm. another chase driver. So, do you fault Joey Logano at all? I don't think it needed to be racing him that hard. I mean, he had nothing to gain in that particular point. He was the only car that was 23 laps down. It wasn't like there was five other cars 23 laps down that he could have gained five more points. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Is what, what's to gain, what's to lose? Yeah, what's, I don't know. What, we literally, okay, so let's talk about what did he have to gain by being a dick? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. I, I know what he's got to lose. Yeah, and, and to lose, I mean, it could be a lot, actually. Absolutely. So, you know, that could be at Kansas when to, Danny, D- Danny, Denny Hamlin has an issue and wants to be a prick back to Logano. Let's say Denny wins at Talladega. Yeah. And he goes into Kansas, nothing to lose, literally nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he could play blocker. Keep, he could yeah. make Logano's life living hell. So. Yeah. I don't know. I never really heard anything from Logano on it. I, did you? No, did, not at all. I didn't see him on nope. anything on Twitter or nope. any other media. So uh, it'll be interesting, I think, when he gets in Talladega and some of the reporters get a hold of him and, and see what his take is on it. But I'm sure it's going to be Joey does no wrong in his eyes. Oh, I, of course. Of course. And I don't really usually fault drivers for racing however they want to race. Nobody should it pull just, over. And let somebody I, go. I, I agree. If just, you're on the lead lap or it, even within a few laps. You're 23 laps down. But you're 23. It just didn't make any sense to me. No. That, that was my issue with it. It did no. not make sense. So I'm interested to know how that's going to unfold the rest of the season. Um, oh, while I'm thinking about it, we apologize for the delay of one day for recording our episode. Yes. Lugs and I both, coincidentally, it's kind of like it was planned, you had a lunch dinner or a work dinner, and I had a work dinner. Yeah, and Execu- we are not employed no, at the same place. No, so you had executives come into your job, and I had executives come into my job. Yes, yes. So, so thanks for being patient. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for listening a day later than usual. Now back to your pro- your broadcast. <laughs> so your broadcast. Um, how about the 24, man? William Byron was strong. He had a good car, but how many times he had caught speed on pit road? Twice? See, I'd heard one. I heard the one. And then I heard when he was serving that, he got dinged again. But I, yeah. I'd never heard any more follow-up. Regardless, he came back for an 11th place finish. Yeah, but I think he had a better car than what it showed. Yeah, absolutely. He should have been in the top five up yeah. there with Bowman. Yeah. Um, and we never got to see what Chase had, but I assume he was probably going to be Johnson a top five Johnson had a good car. car. Yeah. So that's got to be frustrating for Chase. but And also... Uh, Byron, because, yeah. I mean, he was really showing some some, mus- some muscle there. Um, so, yeah, they they need to get that figured out going on to the rest of the season, or yeah. they're going to self-eliminate themselves for sure. We we did have one penalty after the race, and that was for a loose lug on the 11. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. How often do we talk about a penalty for a loose lug on the 11 car? Like I swear yeah. it feels like every freaking weekend. I need to do some research and figure out how many that's been this season. I am willing to pit 
a 10 spot on it that's been at least 10 races. Think so? Yes. Hmm. I don't know if it's been that many, but it's been a lot. I know that. Um, so going back to Larson, man, let's give him a little bit more credit to that win, man, because I think Truex and Hamlin had the best car. Yeah, but Hamlin's going to blame it on Joey. True, but Larson, man, he killed that last pit stop. I mean, that's, I mean, he leapfrogged. Yeah, it was kind of the difference. He leapfrogged yeah. Truex. He made up a ton of ground on that yeah. pit stop. So, so kudos credit to, to his crew. Yeah, yeah. And, and him getting on and off yeah. pit road. I think they mentioned there was the telemetry mm-hmm. there was, was also to not make credit mistake, Larson. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. doing the Larson thing and like yeah. getting over and, your head. And let's and, talk about that as well. How many times has he, he's had nine second place finishes since his last win two years ago. So good for Larson, man. Finally getting that monkey off his back. Who knows, man? Like, who's to say he can't ride this to homestead? Let's talk about that. What what okay. are what are the odds? What do you think of Larson getting to the final four? So obviously we know he's you know to the round of eight. But I really it here's the thing. If Larson got to homestead, he would be a very potential candidate for I, at, at championship homestead. winner. Y- yes, at homestead. But it's the Getting to that spot. Where did we have him on our brackets? It's behind you there, and I can't see. I'm too old to see that. You you had him dropping out after this round, so you didn't have him making round. So of this eight. round, he's done in my book. Yeah, okay. and give me a second to read mine. Same thing in mine. Okay. Neither one. See, of I don't think he, a lot of people had faith in him, but you know he's kind of. I feel like. Kurt Busch has gotten a little cold, and Larson has picked up where. But the Ganassi car is still showing Chevy speed. Yeah, absolutely. For, for the Chevy camp, I mean. absolutely. But the first half of the season, it was Kurt that was up yes. there, top five, yes. contending, leading some laps, which and nobody expected. That. Now it's kind of flip flopped. You didn't see Larson up there a whole lot. Now it's kind of flip flopped. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm happy for Larson. I hope he gets farther than just getting into the top eight or yeah top eight but um or final eight however you want to label that but um see second round we've got what martinsville phoenix and texas so those races are going to be i think hard for him i see texas being a good race for him i do i i I, yeah i could see texas but when i think of martinsville phoenix i don't think about kyle larson i agree agree. so and and he was even asked that post-race like what are you concerned about? And he's like, Martinsville and Phoenix. He was he was very honest with that. So maybe they'll be able to get through that round. But I think that'll be the true testament there. One other thing to think about is this is the last year's Homestead as the finale. So this is his year to capitalize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say he can't ever go out and win a championship with the fi- finale being at ISM, but... We all know his strong suit is Homestead. This is the last year it's going to be there. That we know of. I mean, yeah, unless it comes back at some point. Down and the road. he's, I mean, he's so talented. It doesn't really matter what track he has the potential. But let's just base it on what history has taught us with him. Right. So. Okay. So um, here, here's the thing: if he's won the final four, who's the other three? Hmm. 
You want to know my picks? I mean, I mean, just uh, just not not really. I'm not gonna hold you to it because it's still early. But yeah. like, you know, like a Kyle Bush, Truex. Well, let's talk about Kyle, Kyle Bush. Kyle I don't know. If, I don't know if yeah. Kyle's gonna make let's, out top let's, eight. Let's talk about that here in just a second. I think my pick would be Hamlin, Harvick, and Truex. If Larson advanced to the four, I mean, I think those are the other three. I'd have to leave at this point in time. I'd have to leave Kyle Bush out. Yeah. He has not won a race in what 15, 16 races. Yeah, now? It, you know. I, again, I mentioned this in the last couple episodes. You can never that count that guy out. You can't. But clearly, you can't. he's not what we, he we, has been. We had a fan, Joseph Adams, contact us and talk about the slump for Kyle Busch. And we, what we do all summer long, is that we laughed it off. Mm-hmm. Ah, wait no slump, ain't no slump. Ah, he may have been on something. It, it's Kyle Busch slump. Yeah. So. What's the odds of him going winless the rest of the season? I mean, I don't. Here's the things I don't see that happening. And but if you look at the last 15 races, where it's been, that says otherwise. Mm-hmm. I just out my my mentality on it is, is that how many times we've seen Kyle Busch just I don't want to say surprise us because we're never really surprised, but as soon Come as you out think of he's out, Come out he's of in. Yep, absolutely. And he could very well go win Talladega. When I think of Talladega, I don't think of Kyle Busch, but anybody could win. Yeah, Talladega. I just think it's anybody. I don't think it, I didn't think of Denny Hamlin on the five hundred either. Yeah. So yeah, great point. And that's why our picks are going to be shots in the dark today. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like they were last week. Yeah, oh, so disappointing. Um, so last thing about the Cup race that I'll bring up is um, the Dover. Was it a good race? Poll by Jeff Gluck. And my guess is probably no. What do you, what's your guess uh, on the percentage, though? Man, I was so uh, – I hated the race. <laughs> I was you not, hated I was it? not wow. entertained whatsoever. Dang. I'm going to say 25 good, 75 bad. Or was it a good race, 25% yes, 75% no? Uh, it wasn't that bad. 67% said no. <laughs> well, I went too far off. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. wasn't that terrible. <coughs> um. All right, so – Next, we'll go ahead and move on if you don't have anything else on the Cup side of things. No, let's talk about Xfinity. I think the Xfinity race may be a little bit more exciting than the Cup race. Yeah. So, Cole Custer won. Was that, I think, his seventh win? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Daniel Suarez should be shaking in his boots. So, we'll get to that in a second. There's a little update on that. Is there? Yes, Hmm. there is. Uh, So, so Custer won. Man, I mean... Yeah, we'll talk about it here in just a second. But that's that's fantastic and amazing. Like, he's got more wins than Christopher Bell, man. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Reddick and everybody. Yeah. Lap one, there was a pretty crazy start to that race. Uh, coming off of turn two, Tyler Reddick got way out of shape, kind of smacked the wall, but somewhat saved him. I mean, he had some damage, but I think in... I don't know if it was related, if there's correlation or not, but at the same time, Harrison Burton and Brandon Jones got together and crashed. So, and and we were, I think I said this last week, man. Harrison Burton is just having a hell of a time, and so is yeah. Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones have a terrible year as yeah. well. He's wrecked a lot of cars this year, and some Bones of it's been his engines. fault. Yeah, yeah, and some of it's not been his fault. But man, those two guys, I think they've had the worst luck this season. Yeah. Um. So, nonetheless, that was a crazy start to it. Um, did you have any other takeaways from? So, it just seemed like every time that there was a a 
group of pit stops, something happened. A caution came out and caught a lot of people on on a lap down. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there was like I think in the Xfinity race, there's only eight cars on the lead lap when it finished. On the Cup side, what was it? Seven, eight? As yeah, well? it was very similar. Yeah. The only difference is is that the caution that came out during the Xfinity race trapped some decent cars down, mm-hmm. but the Cup race didn't really have that kind of action. It just it was long green flags that were causing lap downs. Yeah. Uh, Vinny Miller finished 20th. He was inside the top 20 a little bit there, came home with he, top 20. He kind of got stuck in one of those little transitions with the uh, yeah. caution coming out when he's on pit. Yep. pit um, teammate Matt Mills, he... Hit Had a rough, wall. yeah, rough day. Twenty yeah. fourth for him. Uh, Gray, top twenty, but that team team's capable of more. Oh, ab- so I know absolutely. they're they're not yeah. happy with eighteenth, but at least it yeah. was a top twenty. Yeah. Could have been worse. And uh, Joey Gase came home twenty second. Um, speaking of Joey Gase, MBM, did you see they are hiring? Yes, hiring so an which... Xfinity driver next year. So if you've got Xfinity clearance and an extra five hundred grand minimum, you can have a seat. So is it, is it you got to have the five hundred grand? Is that what it was? So I think you have to have that five hundred grand coming in via like sponsorship. Gotcha. So I didn't. I read it one way and then I reread it and I was. I, I didn't really know exactly what. So I think is what it's saying is that you have to come to the table showing you have yeah five hundred k, and that's sponsorship. Yeah, but I mean five hundred k seems like a lot. But what does some of these companies pay for sponsorship for a year? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, on the low end, we're talking like five million mm-hmm. to so, be super competitive, or I think, or average competitive. Yeah. So five hundred thousand seems like a lot, but you bring in five, six different sponsors, that's a hundred to eighty thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, and just say divide that by say an average of thirty races. That's sixteen grand a race. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you go. If you got an Xfinity license and a Stacks of cash in your pocket. Go talk to him. Or, or if you just have five hundred grand, you want to blow, and you know, you know, let's just say you have a million to blow. Go take the first five hundred grand. Go, go Arco, whatever. Get your Xfinity license really quick, and then buy your other Xfinity ride for next year. There you go. <laughs> you should do that. Well, with what money? <laughs> You're full of money, man. You oh. are the money, man. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll be your I'll be your spotter. How about that? Um, you know it's funny because we we used to have these talks as kids, didn't we? So yeah. me, you, and Sokka, we sat around how many times talk about this stuff, and it was always Sokka was going to be the driver, I was going to be the crew chief, and you were going to yeah, be the spotter. Yeah, why did he get to be the driver? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I ever agreed to that. I remember no, saying I, that. I, I remember like I can understand me being the out of the three of us being the crew chief because yeah. I was a lot more automotive minded. You yeah. know, I actually went to school for automotive. You know, stuff like that. I get that. But the top, I, socket. I know you're gonna probably listening to this, but, <laughs> but Lugs might actually be the more talented driver. <laughs> he actually goes above the speed limit occasionally. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Didn't happen, so we can just yeah. keep dreaming about it. But um, if I ever hit the lottery, though, you know, just saying, watch out, because I will be on the circuit. <laughs> so, not the lottery, but you see the half pot at the fall festival? Well, first of all, you need to explain what the fall festival is. Give some context I'm asking here. you a question. No. But then I'll explain it. Okay. 
No, oh, it's I don't. Like, oh, okay. It's at, it's at like 200 and something thousand right now. Really? Yeah. So anyway, folks, what's the Fall Festival? If you are happen to be in the Evansville, Indiana area, the first full week of October every year, this is the 98th year for it, it is the second biggest street festival yeah, behind the Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. It is so basically there's like 200 food booths. So anything you can imagine, it's there. Mm-hmm. So what crazy have I, stuff? Yeah. So brain what, sandwiches. Te- so well, tell fun. tell us what you had. So what's funny is that I've been there four times. I've gone two nights already this week. Yeah. So I, I've gone two nights for supper and I've gone for lunch twice from work. So all right. So and it's not cheap. What is it known for? It's known for brain sandwich sandwiches. Okay. So in this area, brain sandwiches are actually a big deal. I love me some brains. I do. So, brain sandwich is basically fried pork brain. Yeah. And it's on a bun with pickled onion. Pretty basic, but it's good. <laughs> uh, so, this, so down there by the Fall Fest is actually a brewery. Uh, it used to be called Maidens, now it's called Damsels. Oh, they changed the name? <clears throat> Iron Maiden sent them a cease and desist Oh, letter. shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, they changed the name to Damsels. So anyway, they have a beer they're brewing for Halloween called the Elvira. It's actually brewed with brains. So it's a stout. And I'm a, I'm a dark beer drinker, so it's perfect. So I got me a 32-ounce Crowler at the Fall Fest the other night, or from Maidens, and walked to Fall Fest drinking this 32-ounce can of brain beer. <laughs> All right. Awesome stuff. Maybe that's why you're sick. You got swine flu. Actually, actually, this this started uh, Monday before mm, I actually sure went. Sure, it did. Sounds like somebody <laughs> so, that's denying. So swine what flu. have I what have I ate at this fall festival? I've had a brain sandwich. I've had a bratwurst pranal pup, which is like a corn dog with a bratwurst instead of a hot dog. I've had a peanut butter jalapeno sausage burger. I've had a what they call it donut bank burger. A donut bank is a local um, donut company. Chain, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was basically a burger made with a donut. Um, see, I've had a what's something's called a fat Elvis. The hell is that? It's like a, a fried egg roll. <coughs> of course, that thing's deep fried. So fried. It's egg. very healthy. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting very that. healthy. Uh, so it's a fried egg roll and the sides like a. Reese's peanut butter cup, bacon, and banana. Mm. That was actually phenomenal. It's really I good. I think the last time I went, and it's definitely been a few <laughs> years ago, I always went for fried cookie dough. Okay. And there's fried Oreos, fried s'mores. Yeah. They're all kinds I like of cookie stuff. dough. Sure. Um, so I had a fried peanut butter and jelly. It's like a, one of those uh, smuckers. Like yeah, when the, one year they had just like fried Coke. Like, how's that? Yeah, work? no, they, they take fried, fried Pepsi, Pepsi one year. Yeah. Like, what exactly. the heck? How's that even work? I don't know. You're right. just it drinking sucked. grease. That's yeah. what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. I tried it one year. It was horrible. Uh, let's see. What else did I have? Um, oh, I had a what they call an eagle egg. It's like a Scottish egg. It's uh, like an egg with like so- wrapped in sausage and breading. Mm uh crab ragoon. I don't know, they have everything. They have alligator, they have all kinds of stuff. <coughs> nice. So anyway, if you're in Evansville area, check it out. Being with the half pots at two hundred thousand, so go down there, throw in ten bucks lugs, and there you go. You're, you're almost there. That wouldn't get me on the Xfinity circuit though. Almost there. <laughs> half halfway. Get you a K, K and N car. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so let's get on to trucks. No real news, but they are racing this weekend at Talladega along with the Cup Series off weekend for Xfinity. Um, so <coughs> check that out. That'll be on FS1 Saturday. And we'll go ahead and move on to news then, if you, unless you news, got anything else news, on the series. News. No. Uh, news this week. There's one really things. big thing. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, okay. A couple things on Kevin Harvick. First off, he debuted a pretty cool paint scheme for oh, Texas yeah. this fall. Uh, it's, uh, is it Ducks Unlimited? Did I, yes. Am I remember yep. that correctly? Yep. Yeah. So a portion of the proceeds go to saving like a wildlife sanctuary. Wildlife conservation. Yeah, yeah. basically. But that's a really sharp paint Waterfall. scheme. Kind of had it, like it, a, it a good. greenish type thing. It was yeah. almost like the... Uh, what was it that, that the he Buck ran Hunter in New Hampshire? Um, no, he ran that one. At the at the Darlington throwback yeah. of all things, oh, but right. then he ran another one at New Hampshire that he won in. It was like a stream conservation, I think it okay. was. Uh, but that was a really cool paint scheme too. So I feel like they're killing it this year. They with paint are schemes. on fire, brother. Yeah, they, yeah, I think so too. I'm not a big Harvick fan, man, but I feel I yeah. like, I want to I want to get some diecasts, some yeah. of those diecasts. Um, and then Rodney Childers uh, resigned. Yeah, an extension. Extension. With There's the actually team. been a lot of news for Stuart Haas this week. Yeah. So go ahead with yours. So their thing is that the 14 car, Clint Boyer, is close to extending for a sponsor, which also means he's extending for a contract for 2020 as well. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much a done deal. Now, it was announced today that the 10 car on 10-10, it was announced that Smithfield's coming back for 2020, which means they extends Eric Almirola for another year. Mm -hmm. So where does that leave the 41 car? Well, here's the other bit of news. It's contingent on sponsorship. It is contingent upon sponsorships, and they they have it pretty much announced. And this is through Adam Stern that Cole Custer's ready in the wind to take it if if Suarez can't get sponsorship. So my question is: Is Cole bringing sponsorship? Because he has. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. He's had more. I, mean, I guess if you're not. I guess from Stuart Haas perspective, if you're going to do four cars. And you don't have that for sponsorship, why not bring in Cole? Uh, that's my point. Yeah. I think that would be the no-brainer in that situation. So if they had to run a Haas car, Stuart put Haas car, just put Custer in it. Yep. Yeah. Basically, Suarez only got the ride anyway because of sponsorship. Which Aris. I didn't even see that much of. Like, no, supposedly it was like Aris, two races. Supposedly, Aris was the one that had the, the sponsorship of the car, man. And I, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw that paint yeah. scheme. Yeah, I agree. So I have a feeling I'm gonna call. Actually, I'm just gonna call it. Custer's gonna be in the 41 next year. I I almost think you have to, unless Daniel pulls out some kind of miracle. I almost think I think you have so to. So that will give us the Custer Bell Reddick trio. That would be that'd be probably one for rookie of the so year. So let's yeah let's say we have that Reddick Bell Custer for rookie of the year. When's the last time there was a rookie year battle that meant anything? Kids junior, junior? Kenseth, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great minds to think alike there. Um, what? Who who would be your pick for rookie of the year if that comes to fruition? I mean, obviously we already got two of the three, but let's say the three do come to fruition. Who who's taking it? I would. I just just I think Custer, and the reason really? why I think Stuart Haas of the team is Joe Gibbs is tough, but we seen Eric Jones not be able to do a whole lot. Yeah. So my my thought is. Bell being an LFR car, which isn't quite maybe. I mean, DeBenedetto finished seventh, dude, this week at Dover. That car's picked up some some muscle. 
And with Second Bell, half of the season's been great. With Bell in it, I think it's only going to get more muscle next year. So I do agree with you. Custer would be hard to beat, but I think it's going to be between Custer and Bell. Unfortunately, Reddick. I, I think unfortunately Reddick being the RCR, he's already he's just dealt the, a bad hand. The equipment's just not yeah on par with the other two. Yeah. Not to discredit Reddick, because I mean I the dude's obviously got talent, mm-hmm. but RCR need to step up their game. Yeah. RCR is not what it used to be by any means. Um. All right. So other news. Uh, we saw the Talk next... about RCR. Austin Dillon. Yeah, we saw Austin in the next-gen car this week at Richmond, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, doing some testing. Didn't have the new body style on it, uh, but supposedly everything else, the package was was there. Yeah, so don't, it doesn't have manufacturer-specific body lines, but it was a body line that met the wind tunnel criteria. And you saw the 18 inch wheels on it. Yeah, I don't. I, okay, I'm assuming that those were just wheels those to are just use for me wheels. I yeah. can't imagine that those. Because they're still debating whether it's going to be a single lug, five single lug, lug, five. Yeah. We're hearing both. I, so it's be, it'd be Okay, so what, what do you want? What do you want? Single lug or five? I mean, I'm a traditionalist. I want five. I, yeah, I mean, I don't. I understand the point of the one. But damn is it, it going to eliminate that much cost? I would think I it would think increase maybe some. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it will increase, but I don't see it eliminating that much. And I mean, just, so what's the point? It's to eliminate a little bit because you can almost get rid of a whole guy in that. Yeah, I don't know. Because we'll you see. have, I mean, you can have the tire carrier do the actual. Well, change, they've already so. eliminated one guy. Right? I know. We I, down. Yeah, I think they're prepping to do more honestly um otherwise you know austin said the car drove good and felt good and it's going to be competitive but of course everybody's going to say that you can't shit on their nascar's yeah. product and, and they did fined. say they're going to try to get back more to that stock look so are they going to crank it off the ground a little bit i don't i don't know i mean man you look back at the like 2006 2007 cars those cars were like way off the ground yeah, isn't it shocking? Or maybe not 06, 07, but, but like 04, about, yeah, so, 05, 03. Yeah, those cars, I would, compared to what we're used to now, they're way off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, we didn't think anything about it. You know, no. they're, they're lower to the ground than the street cars are. Yeah. But looking back but, at the videos, like, holy yeah, like, hell. Yeah, exactly. Look at that thing. Would you look at that? Um, Would you look at there? Other news. I don't really have any other news except for right before the show. It was announced that Menard is Paul Menard's experienced some like pain in his back neck, and stuff. Yeah, his neck. That's what and, I read. Yeah, and that Crafton is on standby to help out this weekend if need be. Interesting. Um, did you listen to the Dale Jr. download this this week? I did with Bubba. Ooh, fill me in. How did that go? And what do you say about Bowman? Because I know he addressed it and he talked about anxiety and depression, but I haven't got a chance to listen to it. But it, I really want to know. So, what did he say about Bowman? So not really a whole lot, honestly. I don't think they really touched on it as much as they should have. Uh, but essentially, he was saying that <clears throat> as a whole, he's like, there's there's certain people that you're at the track, you kind of just walk past, and like, hey, what's up, too, as you're walking past, like Newman. He said Bowman, Newman, and somebody else. So he just doesn't have a close... He doesn't have a relationship with Alex at all. So he kind of went back and said, okay, so 
Now Bohm was up to one, two, three, four, five strikes. I can't remember everywhere he said, but he went through where all the strikes were with with Bowman. And basically, he had enough, so he was like just pissed off at him, and then Bowman spun him. And basically, he said he did reach out to Jeff Gordon, the AMR person, the medical person, and then also there was also an executive Hendrick Motorsports he reached out to to apologize. About I that. respect all, that. Oh, a- absolutely. And he said that they're all pretty much like, hey, we get it. Yeah. You know, we understand. And it was Powerade and not water. I thought it was blue. Mm-hmm. I thought it was blue. Interesting. Okay. Well, thanks for filming me in. I need to listen to that. It was a pretty good episode overall, though. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, and anytime someone comes out and talks about, you know, depression issues like that, uh, kudos to them for being honest and open. Uh, he was going through a very dark time in his life, and he talks about that. His parents uh, now are getting divorced. Even as a 25-year-old guy, it's still hitting something that's hard. happening now. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I think they're divorced now, but at that time. Gotcha. So, yeah, recently. Uh, so, anyway, he had to deal with that. and So, he talked to, actually talked pretty significantly about that. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, a lot of, you know, one thing about it, you hear a lot from um, his past for, like, Legends cars Bandoleros, stuff like that, actually more intriguing, I think, than the cup stuff. Hmm. And him, like him and Blaney getting their friendship started, how Blaney is it's banned for life from Bandoleros, I think, <laughs> for soaking tires or something. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, so it's a very interesting perspective from the early days. Hmm. I'll have to go back and listen to it. Um, all right, let's run through fantasy points and make our picks for talladega unless you've got other news no sir all right so dover results kyle larson the winner uh gas man you had a little bit of a rough week here bud what happened what do you mean you what had you mean? i didn't have anything happen to me it you happened had to chase you had chase elliott and bowman which mm-hmm. you probably would have been really well off if it hadn't been for chase's issues you have scored 45 points for the week uh, I had Harvick and Truex bringing home 100 points. We had three people that picked the winner. Holy crap, people. Good job. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Stainhook had Hamlin and Larson scoring 107 points. Joseph Adams had Elliott and Truex scoring 55 points. John Elliott had Kozlowski and Denny Hamlin bringing home 78 points. Uh, Daniel Cameron had our winner. Uh, Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick, 103 points. And Eddie Greer had the winner as well. Larson and Truex bringing home 111 points. And Jessica Mueller had her usual two, bringing home 80 points. She gave no. up some points this week. She got lucky. She actually, and she gave up points last week too. So this method's not necessarily getting her a lot of points. So total standings here. Points tightened up. They didn't. We didn't get have a lot of movement, but points definitely tightened up. So, uh, Jessica Mueller still retains the lead, two thousand one hundred and twenty-nine points. Joseph Adams, two thousand and seventy-eight. Gasman, you're still in third, two thousand and forty. Forty. Uh, Jeff Stainhook, ooh, seven points behind you, two thousand and thirty-four. Daniel Cameron in fifth, nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, I am in sixth. With 1928, John Elliott is in seventh with 1870, and Eddie Greer uh, made a up some ground this weekend. 1849, they're in eighth. So, 
Eddie was three races behind, but is uh, now only 21 points back from escaping eighth place. I'm going to take a picture and get this up on Twitter and Facebook for everybody to see. Cool. Oh, I actually, I, funny, I ran into one of our listeners over the weekend at a wedding. Nick Birch, you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, he came to our Daytona broadcast yep. at Docs. And uh, he's like, man, I listen. He's like, I listen to you guys' podcast. He's like, what gets me is like, uh, you guys are all professional and this, that, and the other. He's like, and then you post the standings on what looks like to be a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't ever change that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, I get, so here's the deal on why I'm doing that now. It's because I used to like, could you handle the the standings and all that? So I communicate to you like, hey, can you post this? And we live pretty busy freaking lives, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're not always the quickest at getting me stuff. I'm not always the best at asking for it. And sometimes like we don't do justice for our people getting it out there. Mm-hmm. So why not just take care of it as you're mentioning it? Just write it down. <laughs> just take care of it. Be done, yeah. right? Yeah. At least for now. Next year, if we have a lot more people playing, that may not be likely to happen. We'll come up with a new way yeah. for us to handle it. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll definitely post it differently. And I'm excited for next year. I think oh, yeah, we'll I think get we'll some have. more people. Oh, so. yeah. It's been fun. Absolutely fun. All right, man. Well, uh, hit me with your Best shot. picks for Talladega. Uh, Where do you go with this, man? Like, I, I, I don't know. Daytona, I, Talladega yeah. is literally throwing a dart in the freaking dark. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I this I, this is me throwing dart. I'm staying with Bowman because he's been strong for me the last couple of weeks. He finished second in the spring, so I'm gonna go with Bowman. And then what my typical? I don't know why I always seem to go to Keselowski at plate tracks. I'm going Logano. So before you pick Logano, I'm picking Logano. I'm picking. I think Kislowski, he's gonna be so. really hungry after his oh, sure, issue sure, at Dover. Yeah. So. Yep. So that's I'm, I'm going Keselowski and, and Bowman. Okay. So I got one more to pick. <coughs> so Logano, man, help me out. Who would who else would be good? Um, I think Joey Gacy racing this weekend. <laughs> don't don't be like that. That's not very nice. Uh, hey, do you know what though? He could seriously I, do it. Look, Justin Haley won Daytona. Yeah, no, a- so. absolutely. absolutely. All it takes is a little pit strategy and th- and a thunderstorm with lightning bolts. Uh. I don't know, man. Blaney. Go Hamlin. Go I mean, Blaney. He, he they both had issues. Penske, okay. Penske boys okay. had issues in Dover. I'm putting my faith in them that they're going to be hungry. And uh, Blaney's led a lot of laps at the restrictor plate or tapered spacer races now, however you want to call it. So I'm going <laughs> Blaney. Blaney and Logano, man. I think that's solid. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, folks, send us your picks so we can get those Add it into our fantasy logbook yeah. here. And yeah. I'm sorry for my scratchy voice and I ain't coughing off to the side and all that crap. Yeah, that's gross. It is. Yeah, go, go get one of those Asian face mask things now that you got swine flu. <laughs> Asian. Oh, you meant like those like germ things. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, folks, we, <laughs> we love you. We will talk to you next week. 
and the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.